We live in a twilight world. No friends at dusk. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, I thought I was going to mess it up for a second. All right. Uh, what up? For Loop viewers? Because that's still part of For Loop. Did we say yeah, that? Yeah, man. All right. For Loop. Uh, it's your boy Lawrence. You got you got, you got, got Jay. What's good? He wants to call Jay. himself there. Um, yeah, I always call myself this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, this isn't your normally scheduled For Loop podcast. Oh, no. Sent with Marcus being in the Navy and yep. Tyson not really like he has fun with the podcast but he's like eh, I don't care whether we do it or not we decided to take like we'll still do the for loop podcast yeah. but we're going to intersperse it with a special project me and Jake have been working on so the title of this podcast is going to be called on loop so yeah and pretty you, much if, uh yeah, we'll explain it oh yeah so pretty much you know uh I've been reading a lot of comics lately, manga, whatnot, on superheroes, which is my favorite thing to talk about. And I brought it up to Larry's attention because he's a big comics book guy and a big movie nerd as, as myself. Um, and I was like, you know, let's let's make a podcast about things that we want to talk about in these movies and comics and, you know, any other piece of work material that, that we like. Uh, and he said, you know what, let's do it. And, you know, with Marius going to the Navy, uh, we thought this would be a good time to, to kick things off. And especially with uh, the new movie that is the subject of today's podcast, which is uh, Tenet. I have headaches already. I don't understand how you have headaches on this movie. It was such a great movie. And okay. it was, once, once you wrapped your head around it, it was easy to understand. I will say that this was a really good movie. It, it kept my attention. It was really good. But as yeah. we'll get into it, this movie is confusing, and I don't hey, see how you say it's not confusing. As a physics major, I'll try to I'll try to explain it to you as if you were five. I'll try to get it all down packed. That's probably the best thing to do. So basically, <laughs> we're gonna go through here. We're gonna like kind of break it down major scene by scene because we're still figuring out how we're doing this. But I'll read mm. you some notes I took. I have like three pages worth of notes. Oh, I'm going to read good. some stuff I got off of IMDb. So, right. firstly, I think we did the very beginning for the viewers out there. That's a line they say several times throughout the movie. So, the we so, live in a twilight world, no friends at dusk. That just is a way for them to be like, okay, we're on the same side. Um, we're not spies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, so and I, by the way, spoilers. You know, the spoilers are going to be given uh, out yeah. in this movie. Uh, so. <laughs> we're going to go into everything that we yeah. can remember or want to talk about, so definitely heavily heavily spoiler. <clears throat> so just like, it's two hours and 30 minutes long. And it feels like it. It's one of those movies that you know you're sitting there for the entire two hours and 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Even though it is entertaining. It is very entertaining. Yeah. Um, action, sci-fi, thriller, release of September 3rd, 2020, and like just an IMDb synopsis, Armed with only one word, Tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. And and I'll say, like, looking at the trailer of this movie, it felt like, you know, they didn't give you an idea of what was going on. The man just put it on a, a you know, one of those things to breathe 
in like the jet pilots do and like he had a gun and he was just i was like okay this is this is just a black 007 you know like this, this is what i'm seeing but then you know as it went on it was like no people who watched it were like no that's not what it is about i'm not gonna spoil it so you just watch it and i was like and then i saw it was sci-fi i was like how's this sci-fi they didn't give any detail in the trailer whatsoever and then in one of the trailers you had things going backwards and i was like okay maybe this is not what i thought it was in the very beginning at all ever so that's that's where what i first thought when i saw the trailer the same basically when i saw it i was like okay this is just basically your like spy action movie your okay. 007 type of sorts. And then everyone's like seeing stuff. I was like, no, it's sci-fi. And I'm like, oh, oh something bad something <laughs> bad is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> and that's basically right. what does happen. It just like, it goes full force with its premise. And some of the stars, because uh, I didn't know this until after watching the movie, is John David Washington, who is, you know, the protagonist. Um, I didn't know he was Denzel Washington's son. I didn't know that. Oh, wait, and he apparently, is? Yeah, he's Denzel Washington's son. And apparently he did. A, he had a football career before he did acting. And he didn't want to, you know, be under his father's shadow. But yeah, it's his son. And he does a great job. Uh, he lives up to the hype. Yeah, he does. Um, um, I'll, I'll say uh, some of the other actors are Robert Pattinson. If I mess his names up, forgive me. <laughs> Um, as Neil, Elizabeth Debeckley, Elizabeth Debeckley, it's it's a uh, Debeckley, I think. Debeckley, okay. As Cat yeah. Kenneth Braun, I'm gonna say that's Braun, yeah. As yeah. Andre Sater and Dimple Cabadilla Priya, I think. Um, yeah, she's Priya. Yeah. Um, so these are just kind of like some of the main people you'll see in the film. So, also talking about John David Washington. He's just referred in this movie as the protagonist. Which so, I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, he, which Jake did not, Jane did not notice. I'm going to say your name, it's going to be bad. Um, <laughs> but, the thing here is, we're going to refer to him as Washington, because that's just easier to understand. Yeah, I... I could have sworn they said his name throughout the movie i didn't think i didn't think they would uh i i i promise i thought i heard his name i didn't yeah. think they would not say it and just to kind of cap the the synopsis stuff up it's directed by christopher nolan so the Sorry. dark knight trilogy inception dunkirk uh did, did you do interstellar i do know wait you said interstellar i don't, I don't think he did interstellar uh, maybe. I'd have to check. Yeah. But all I know is, once you... I think you... I remember you telling me that it was from the same director who directed um, Inception. And I was like, oh, so it's going to be a good movie. Because Inception has, like, a mind fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, Inception messes you up with yeah. the type of things that you got to think through. So I was like, okay, if he does this, then Okay. And he does it once again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, as we said before, good oh, movie. Yes. As he I does say, do Interstellar. Yeah, confusing. Okay, he didn't do Interstellar. Okay, another yeah. great movie. So, um, so getting into the film, we open yes. up at like 
an opera house that turns into like a hostage situation. Mm-hmm. And, and oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying we. This is where we meet the main character. He like puts on like the fake badge and he runs in there asking as a police agent. This this first part did confuse me because I was like, okay, he's a is he a double agent because he's he's working for the is it the C sorry the CIA. Yeah, it's like, like, um, I don't think it's specified. So okay, he's well, working for some, like, CIA, FBI type thing. And then he's undercover working for the country's, I guess, secret department or whatever. Special forces or whatever, right? Yeah. Trying to handle these hostages. Um, That's the part that had confused me because it was like, okay, if they find out that he's not a part of them... He's in yeah, trouble. Like, what's happen? Yeah, that that's the thing that that got me. I was a little confused there, but then I I got up to speed after after it was all over. Yeah, it was pretty much he goes in, he rescues this guy. They do the whole "We live in a twilight world, no friends of dust" thing, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay, we have to get out of here now." And like as he's running, he also gets like a package, and this is where we. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no I was I was at, continue. And basically, like, as he's, like, saving this, trying to, like, save this dude, he hands him off. Um, this is also when we see the first, the pack, the thing that he's, like, handling is this, like, strange cube device. And yes. these things are actually really important, super important. And as we'll, like, come to find out, they're, like, end-world stuff. Like, world-ending Yeah, power. the type stuff, yeah. Um, I guess on to the next thing you have in your notes is you say yeah. that they have inverted reverse slash reverse bullet in action. Yeah. So this is the first, like, after he's rescuing him, they're going through, kind of going up the alleyway, and yeah. the one man he's facing, like, puts a gun to him, and, like, the bullet retracts back into the gun. Mm-hmm. And this is your the first moment that we see, like, the film's whole premise about inverted timelines yeah. and reverse, yeah, reverse technology. And uh, the only part that got me confused with that, I understand when they said inverted bullets, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But when they shoot them, like, it, it shouldn't, like, unless the bullets were already there, unless this already happened then the bullets can come back. Like, they must have planted the bullets, but it looked like they already shot the bullets, which I think was, like, a a false thing that they did. Like, it was just an error or something that they just didn't understand at the time. I feel, could, yeah. like, I feel like it has to be some kind of, like, if anything, like a plot hole. Just the fact mm-hmm. that there was already a bullet shot there, and then they yeah. had gone in, and then... Because it yeah, so, so like yeah, so for every, for all this to be possible, it would have had the the bullet would have the bullets the place would have already had to been shot up. That's what that's what would have had to yeah. have happened. And then these guys trying to retrieve something were like, okay, we're gonna go retrieve it. We already know this happened. If these guys come through, just you know, suck up the bullets. That's all they gotta do. So that's that's what I'm thinking. This already happened, and the guys that are moving forward in time just didn't know that. That's yeah, what I'm and that's right. before we really explain stuff. 
So basically, this all gets down, and then he gets. gets It's like yeah, it's like right at the end. He gets captured by like, I guess the people actually holding the place up. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if these are like the actual ant. Like if they're working for the actual antagonist, I think it's just the bad guys of this mission that he was on. Yeah, they're just kind of like a jump. Like he gets hit, and then there's a jump cut, and he's like okay. Him and another dude are tied up on train tracks. Man, I thought they was gonna like <laughs> let him run over, get run over by the train. No, like I thought they were gonna show the full scene of the like the torture. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I don't know if this is that type of movie. I don't think Christopher Nolan does that type of stuff. But no. I was expecting it, but then it did that. He has that third dude in the train torturing him by making him do a trolley problem. He's like, okay, oh which one of those are you gonna kill? <laughs> the trolley problem. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then like. Basically, the whole time, the one dude's like, we're, we're waiting for the pe- for you to tell us who you're working for. Your people should be here soon. And then... He's like, Pete, I'm going to do the CIA style and cyanide pill. Yeah. The guy, like, in front of him pulls out a pill. He jump, watched it, jumps down, bites it, and, like, kills himself. Yeah. Don't want to give up no secrets. I always thought that was a pretty hardcore thing to do whenever you're working for like any type of special service or whatever like that. I don't think I'd have the guts to do it. I'd give I'd give up information in a heartbeat. I don't I mean, I'd have to go some through some intense training to get to that point. But I you telling me to kill myself over some secrets, bruh, I don't know. I, I feel like this is the point where I would just like try to become a really good liar. That way, I oh yeah, think definitely. I'm the, the truth. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna like. I might lose an eye or something, but I'm alive. Like, yeah. I can lie. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> right. So, so basically, though, surprise. He's not actually dead. He wakes yep. up on a hospital bed, talking to some dude, and the dude's like, "You're dead now, but now you work for a higher power." Uh, I thought that was the most clichéest thing. Yeah. Okay. That that part was a little cliche, and I was like, okay, just another right, you're like, above natural interest. If if natural this guy really so. survived, they're like, there's no honestly in in the real world, there's no way this guy survived. Like he took the pill, yeah. okay, cool. Now he's gonna put a bullet in him just to and like dump his body. Like there's no way this guy is really alive. But yeah. movie magic, I get it. Yeah. The whole thing's a test, and now he's working for what base. He gives him the word tenant. This is when we get the title of the film that the uh-huh. word tenant is going to open up doors for him and get him where he needs to go. So Is it used a lot? It's not used a lot, is it? I think it only he only maybe used it a once. couple times. It was I think those two points I remember it. Okay. Um So yeah, he used tenant is the word, his little key phrase for keys to things that he can get to. Yeah. And stuff like that. And so, like, after this, he gets transported to a lighthouse um, where he just kind of, like, there's a montage of him working out for a while. Yeah, just training his body back. I don't know how long he was asleep. He must have had some atrophy on the muscles or something, (laughs) but man had the Batman-style workout or something. The the point where he climbed, like, all the way up and then was just, like, dangling there doing pull-ups. Yeah, I was like, like, yeah, no, no. He's just... Yeah, showing off muscles. I get it. Ain't no person doing this in real life. <laughs> yeah. So there's some some stuff goes on. 
I to think, uh, isn't his mission like to find an arms dealer? The arms dealer who's selling them these inverted weaponry and yeah. stuff? Yeah, so that, and that's where like, we move next. He finds a doctor. He's like in this weapons pl- hospital laboratory place. Something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> uh, and this is one of the first times he uses the tenant talking to the doctor lady, as I have in my notes. And we get an, ex- an explanation about like the inverted weaponry the fact that World War Three, a Cold War is coming, and we learned about how people are inverting things in the future and sending it back to the past, which gives yeah. it, like, reverse entropy. And this is and, where I'm lost. It just... And I'll, I'll say, my head. You, can't, you can't say they send future things to the past because in this movie, it... It has three distinct times. It has the present, the past, and the future. And the what the basic the problem here is they have a guy who's sending things from the future to the past. Or no, to the to the present. He's sending things from the future to the present time. Yeah. So, to fulfill his future. You know, like a a perfect loop in time, if yeah. you will. There's like a note later on in the movie where they're talking and basically it's like they use time capsules yes. to put stuff there so that the future can invert it, but they can go back yeah. a little later in the pa- present and it's already inverted, which I don't understand how that works. So I'll, I'll explain it. I'll explain it like this. So well, I guess what, well, first let me, let me tackle like your question. What is the question you're asking? Basically, how... How does he get the time capsule in? How is it that they're going from the future to, like... To the past. I guess it's the, to, the whole... To the present. In- yeah, it's the whole inversion thing, I know, but it just, like, it hurts my brain. Okay, you got... Okay, it's like this. This is the sci-fi part, the part that's like fictional. Yeah. It's it's a it's a machine. Imagine a machine inverts something. So like we're we're talking about the past, present and future and then in world 2, I'll call it world 2 or exactly. inverted world or whatever, reverse yeah. world. It's okay, we're going from future, present to past. In inverted world, everything goes backwards. And in our yeah. world, it's everything goes forward. Imagine a machine yeah. that can take things and put it in the other world. That's that's the that's that's the first concept. So there are two cons. It's like yeah. the time that runs forward and then the time that runs backward. That's all you need to remember for this. Now we're just gonna focus on the time that runs forward. Let's say you're a famous guy, and you're like, man, I wish I had this stuff earlier in my past. Okay, so now you take you take your material, you take like let's say your riches, you, your little treasure chest full of uh, gold and whatnot, your pirate's chest. You take it, you go through the machine that inverts things, right? And you just place it in where you're gonna be. You get you get me? Yeah. So you place it where you're gonna be because time's running backwards. So time goes backwards, and you're like. Oh, okay, I know he's gonna go at this spot 
if time were to run forward. So then you bury it at that moment. And then in the time that you're going forward in the past, you find your object that makes See, you rich. Yeah, there's that. Okay. But then time's moving forward, but that object itself still remains its reverse entropy, reverse, like, inversion. Yes, and right. Like, but, like, what's the problem? You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, yeah. if it's not something that is supposed to be in motion, there's no problem. There's nothing that, like, it'll still act the way it needs. To, like, let's say you put a, a cogwheel. You rotate it forward, cool. But now let's say you, you do, like, you try to drop it, it doesn't work. Like, yeah, you can drop it, cool. But now if you try to pick it up, or, like, you have to have dropped it, like the doctor lady said. Yeah. Pretend like you already dropped it. And then you'll pick it up. That's the only thing. So it doesn't... If it's, like, a piece of paper or money or something like that, it... it I don't think it'll have that type of quality. You get what I'm saying? Like them yeah. in the world of the reverse world or whatever is already impossible. Just pretend like this is the science fiction fact of it. You can live in this opposite yeah. world and it's vice just, versa. It's one of those things that like I try to think about it too hard. And if you try to think about it too hard, it gets Yeah, because very complicated. If you put actual science to the science fiction part of it, it doesn't yeah, make sense. Falls, so you gotta think apart. of it in, in their terms. Yeah. Which is why, like, okay, with that, like, understand, like, I got the basic premise of it. It's just parts I'm just like, this makes no sense. Just right. the fact that so they're, like, reverting things and then, but also moving forward yeah. at the same time. And so, and, like, just like how they can go into the reverse world and plant things, they, imagine they take a reverse thing. Okay, this yeah. thing is, in, is obviously in reverse. We're going to bury it in where you once found something. So now, yeah. if you bury it in where you once found something, it resurface it resurfaces in your timeline from the past. So yeah. it's something you found in the past. Now you have to make sure that you bury it in that reverse world, from and, that reverse world into your into your future, so that you found it in your past. And I think it does a good job at that. It does a good job at explaining that and keeping the rules. Oh yeah. That. Until the end. I feel like the end, which we'll get to the end at the yeah. end, but, uh, I'll, okay, we'll move forward and then I'll explain my piece on that. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, one step at a time. <laughs> along with this, this is also where I pull out the kind of tagline from the movie where the doctor lady says, don't try to understand it. She literally yep. says, don't try to understand it. It's better that way. I'll say. And, for that for that point i'll say there are three types of people people who go over the top with it and try to use real science like you just did and will never understand it and just miss the point of the movie then you have people who like just see the movie for wh what it is like the cool the time stuff is an extra thing but we they like the story like the yeah. every little thing that's going on cool and then you got people who just are just 100% confused. Like, they don't try to... Un like, you can't... You just can't wrap your head around what's going on. They just don't know what's happening. Yeah. All they see is things moving, and that's all they know. I those, just, those are the three types of people. <laughs> I guess for me, it's just... I feel like certain parts that are done better... Yes. That, for my confusion. And I'll but... say... here, I'll say... It was done... All of it was done right. 
and the reason I know it was done right is because you're confused. And yeah. a lot of people were confused. And that's how you know it's done right. The fact that I'm asking questions <laughs> is he done right. <laughs> and that, also, hey, I had the same thought on Inception. <laughs> so it confused me for a hot minute. It took me a yeah. year to figure out what was going on in Inception. <laughs> Maybe we'll tackle that one day. Um, yeah. On top of being able to understand things, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about this movie. The mixing, apparently it was a thing. Like I read something about it somewhere. The music is like three times louder than the actual speaking. The music? And like, did you find it was like sometimes it was hard to understand what they were saying? Like compared to the music? I uh, I saw Tenet. I don't know if it was a movie or anything like that because I saw Tenet on like a computer. Uh, no, I actually saw it in theaters. Yeah. So maybe they, they did something to like... That's apparently just how the film's mixed. Yeah, I think it's in the... theaters it might have been better. I don't know how it was in. I don't know if you saw it on computer. Oh, I watched. Like I rewatched it on computer with subtitles, so it made it so much better. Okay, maybe the compute. Maybe it was like since it was changed over to computers, it yeah. messed up the mix or something like that. No, no, no. That like I'm saying, like that was literally how the film was mixed. They did it to where oh. the music would be louder than them speaking at certain points to retain kind of like that. But then huh. again, that's a Nolan style, apparently. And oh. I was just like, okay, that's confusing. <laughs> but um, It's all about the music, not the speaking the music. music. <laughs> There's also, apparently, he... They used part of him breathing and then warped it to make some of the soundtracks. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't have full notes for that. But either way, okay, back to the plot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After we get an explanation about that... This is when he, like, he travels to... Uh, the arms dealer? Yeah. So this is when he travels there, and he meets Robert Pattinson. Uh, he meets Neil. So mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson plays a dude named Neil. And basically, they form a plan to meet to this meet this arms dealer. Mm-hmm. But it was like, he's hard to, like, get in to see. We're going to have to do some, like, weird stuff. And we get a sense that, like, Neil understands a lot about Washington. He he knows a lot about him. Like, he's studied him a lot. Yeah. A lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and base so, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, uh, he's thinking that the arms dealer is the husband. Or the yeah, guy. Sandre. Um, when and I don't think the husband even knows what's going on. It's actually the wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they kind of like bungee jump in. They take out his men, and he's in Washington. They're holding a gun to him, and the wife's like, the wife, uh, Priya, um, mm-hmm. is like, he has nothing to do with it. Come inside. He'll get you a drink. <laughs> this is also the first time that technically we do get his name because she calls the dude a fresh face protagonist. It's it's weird they don't say his name. I I'm like spanning my memory and I'm like they really didn't say his name. They just talked no. like oh I know yeah. your name but I'm not gonna say it. I, I know you know you're talking you know I'm talking to you like what? Yeah. Uh, it's so weird it, to me. Okay, it, it is weird. And then like this is when they really learn about that. They um she supplies the ammunition, mm-hmm. like the things to make it. 
but the main dude is some Russian oligarch who's like the real supplier creator. Um, and this dude basically becomes the main antagonist of the film. Yep. I don't know if we get his name yet, but it's um, Andre Sator. Okay, I was about to say, like, they said his name at this point. Yeah. Who doesn't have a name? Like, okay. Everyone else has a name. Okay. Even though like, weird side characters. Gotcha. But not the protagonist, John David Washington. Um, so basically, like, he's still learning about this whole tenant thing he's working through. He's getting his plans in order. He meets Michael Caine, who's one of the best actors in the world, at a um, at a restaurant, and he's basically like, "I don't have a lot of money to do things." And Michael Caine hands him a credit card, and he's like, "Save the world, and then we'll balance the books." Okay. <laughs> and I also he makes a Kingsman reference. I can't like, I didn't do research into whether it was a Kingsman reference. But as as Michael Caine also being Kingsman, he's like, "May I reference you with Taylor?" And I was like, mm, "Aha! I see what you're doing there." He was in Kingsman, wasn't he? Yes, he was like one and of the main people. Also, was Alfred in Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, yeah he was. So Which Christopher is, Nolan. I see why Christopher Michael Nolan Caine. got him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So like the plot moves forward more and more uh, a little bit. And this is when we learn uh, there's... the antagonist's wife. Yeah. So we learn about the antagonist's wife, uh, Kat Catherine. And there's this kind of whole like subplot about a Goya painting. That yeah. at, <laughs> at some point she, like she tried to frame him of like a fake painting or something. I got a little lost in what they were saying. So like I I didn't retain any of this because I found it uninteresting. All I know is that he's holding her hostage because she wants to leave him. And he's what I'm pretty sure he's abusive or something. Yeah. He's like like, the abusive obsessive type. Right. And he doesn't want to lose her or anything. And so she wants to like frame him, not frame him, but like take him down because this painting has some significant, value to it that is key to bringing him down and he has it and keeps it holding her hostage in the mix of it because they have a kid together i don't know why you wouldn't hold a kid hostage while giving him a good life like a a normal villain but a painting is what's holding she can leave i think it's she can leave but she doesn't because of the kid that's what i think that's That's the only thing like he even gives her the offer to never see the kid again and she can leave free. And she's like, nah, that's my son. Like, I don't understand why the dad even, like, most most dads don't, like, if, if the girl wants to leave and take the kid, a dad's like, okay, you do it. Most of the time, most of the time. Yeah. But, like, if she really wanted to leave, just take the kid and dip. I don't know what kind of thing he has over you, your painting or whatever, that well, is so important whole, that you can't yeah. just do that. It was something like basically I'm pretty sure she would just go to jail for her like her entire life because of how like okay. much material values over this painting. Just destroy it. Yeah. Or or he must have it locked away. Got so it. So when we went to Spain for Model UN, remember the yes. art uh program the art museum we went to? Yes. 
they were actually doing a big Goya thing. So Goya was the big like oh. main project and art showcase they were doing when we were there. The beans? The beans? The beans. The bean the, company? What do you mean the bean company? Goya makes beans. No, Goya the French painter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you tell me Goya, I'm like Goya Bean, like the the food company Goya. I think like Donald Trump was advertising. And the, yeah, the beans. Okay. So you're telling me <laughs> the beans of a can of Goya beans that he's holding over her head, bro. Okay, okay. The painter got it. Got it. Because <laughs> you have it capitalized. I'm like, you have it cap capped in your in your notes here, and I'm like, okay, they're the beads, the Goya beads. <laughs> All right. So this whole time before, it was just the beads having a big side plot. <laughs> All right. To go back on topic, um, yeah, I guess he's holding this this famous painting that can take her to jail for a long time, hostage, so that she stays because he's a possessive douchebag. Yeah, that that's the easiest way to put it. Okay. Um, so he's talk. They go to dinner. They're talking, and like he sends some men to like beat him up, rough him up to get him to run away. And he just beats the shit out of him. That's that's just what he does. He's oh, like, the 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 peak moment of that scene. I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago. Oh yeah, this is, I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago. And, uh, then, he, me, and then he, you know continues to beat the shit out of him so yeah for me it was when he took the cheese grater to the dude's face ah i, I like, tried to forget oh, that <laughs> bro he was making a shredded cheese in the dude's ear bro he, like, he took he cheese grater face down i was like oh you didn't have to do that <laughs> Ooh, okay and so this is basically when Cat uh, is like, oh, this man's for real. And, like, the his husband's driver or whatever was like, yep, this guy's for real. And he, like, dips out of there. <laughs> I The fact that he sees him alive is like, oh, he ain't come to play. Okay, well, we're, we're leaving. I'm also Jeez. not sure if I like this whole side plot. I don't know how much I care for her. I don't. She's yeah. a key point in the movie. I feel like they made her a key point in the movie who has like a significant tie in to the end, which has a tie in to a character. And that, yeah. I, I didn't want that. I don't, I don't like her being. Because then she's like, you know, she's like later she's a hostage. And she's, she like, it's just yeah. like the movie's trying to make her important when we really don't care about that part of the movie. We really don't. I guess, I guess that was the just the humanity element they were trying to like connect with the like between the Washington and uh, Satter. Yeah, like okay, cool. He's a. Uh, they should have just stuck with that. Honestly, it's yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna do the touchy feely stuff during this action and a hero versus villain. Like we didn't need that. Yeah. But so, she's a part of it. It's okay. Yeah, it's the part I like care least about in the movie. So before we even recorded this, I said this movie is kind of like in three main acts. You have yes. this. You have this first act, which is basically him learning about everything. Mm-hmm. The second act is the reversal. Plane. No, I'm oh, gonna yeah. say it's just the the 
the whole the f- them getting the going into the, the little art exhibit, the art, the art heist. Yeah, yeah. And then the third act is the whole. Okay, we're going in reverse now. There's more. Yes. So we're in like the second main act, and we have Washington and Neil. They're like scoping out this warehouse that's in an airport that they how they house they house mm-hmm. like arts and valuables and you have Neil going through trying to figure out like ways like things they're gonna have to deal with. Like they have these like super fancy uh what do you like fire like, fire plant fire explosion. Oh you're talking about the thing that sucks out all the oxygen in the room yeah. to get rid so, of the fire. Yeah, so if there's a fire, it, like, sucks all the air out. The doors, like, are sealed tight. Yeah. So, like, in the case of a fire, like, let's say they pull a fire alarm or whatever, to preserve the paintings, there's a, me- a mechanism that snuffs out all the oxygen in the room. Uh, it gives you, like, a 10-second warning before it does this to, to protect the paintings. Um, and they're going to exploit that, pretty much. Or they did exploit that in the movie. Yeah. And so they, what they plan to do is, they plan they're just gonna like, okay, we're gonna do a little minor minor terrorism. We're gonna like, <laughs> okay, it's minor terrorism, is it not? The, the fact that any type of terrorism is minor is what's killing me. <laughs> well, no one technically got killed or severely hurt, so oh, like, yeah. we're gonna ram a plate into this building. Oh yeah, just an unexpected explosion. You know, it's just nobody's hurt. There's no. It's just a minor terrorism. <laughs> okay. It's like we're not talking about no little like small private plane. It's like a Boeing that's like transporting. Um, what is it? Just pallets, like pallets of gold bricks. Yeah. Like they hire two dudes, which they may have had names. I think on IMDb they're literally listed as like the drivers or the passengers. Yeah. Side character stuff, you know. That's that's this movie's thing: protagonist, antagonist, passengers, <laughs> and they, that's what they do. They drive the plane straight into like the warehouse exhibit. Yep. <laughs> and once this, you know, I and I'm sorry. What what are they looking for? Is it the paint? I never understood that in the movie. Was it the painting? Yeah. Their attempt okay. was to get the painting so that she could, like, leave, but they would also use it to get to Sator, or Sat. I'm going to say Satter, that's easier to say. Yeah. Get to, to get to Satter, who's the first I, so, and if, my, you know, if memory serves me right, when they did that, they find this room. They turn they t- the oxygen is back in the room now and they find this this machine the machine and they see like a fight has already broken out here apparently and uh, apparently yeah. things are going in reverse because the protagonist Washington looks at the bullet holes and he sees the smoke going back into the hole um, and yeah so this yeah. is where we see like the first inverted like chamber so where you can like switch between things yep and once this inverted we see that the inverted chamber turns on 
and these two helmet guys, these guys in helmets, uh, come out of this chamber already fighting them. So it's like, oh, okay, uh, they're fighting, and it's it's such a beautiful fight scene, honestly. Like, yeah. you're the guys in reverse are fighting the guys going forward, and it's like that. Thinking about it, it it, it confuses me. But when I'm just like, okay, this is what's happening. This can happen. It, it, it's like, okay, it makes sense. In like, reality, they should never be, f like, fighting each other. Yeah. It, that doesn't... It doesn't happen. It, it doesn't make sense. And there but, was, like... Yeah. There was great cinematography with it. Like, just oh, the way so that, beautiful. Like, and, like, kind of, like... Like, when he's on the floor trying to get the gun, he's, like, scuttling backwards. And he's like, oh, bro, that was so clean. I was like, what? I was like, this is crazy. I was like, they, they they really did outdid themselves with this with this spicing. They did, and like it's interesting. And like one point we see like Neil get one of the people away, and like it turns into a hallway. We don't see the dude, but he gets his mask off, and Neil like looks at him for a second, then he backs off and like runs away to help uh, yep. Washington. And spoiler, we're we're gonna come back to this like scene partway near the end. Yeah, because this is a. Uh... A tying tying the ends type thing that Neil already knows about, but he can't give it up because you can't break time. Yeah, and which they've be, already broken it, but like, you know it's whatever. Can't break time, and he's like, I just don't want to explain it right now, basically. So, but also when we get to it eventually, it's also confusing for another reason, which we're gonna have to explain. Uh, but that's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's see. I'm looking at my notes. So we come to find out it was. Oh, I okay. We'll get that. But so he goes back and he's talking with. I don't have this really in the notes, but he goes back and he talks with Cat uh, again. Mm -hmm. And I think this is also where we first learn about her trip they took to Vietnam on like the yacht, yep. where she was like, "I try to love him again, but." Everything basically went bad. He was. This is where he. She's giving the ultimatum, like, "Don't never see your son again, and you can go away free without anything hanging over your head." Yeah. And she's and like, "No." She, oh yeah. Oh, and then she's she's basically like, "I'm gonna keep my son, and you know, I'm not gonna like it, but I'll stay your wife and whatnot." Yeah. And like upon like coming back to the boat, she sees, like, this mysterious person jump off. This woman. And she talks about how, like, she envies, she envied this woman because of her freedom. Like, the choice to actually leave. Yeah, she said whenever, the first thing that she, she thinks when she sees that woman jumping off is, wow, that woman is free. I wish I could be that free. Yeah. And, you know, we find out later that she is that woman. Yeah. And, well, we'll get back to that later. Yeah. Um, so basically all this happens and eventually he gets to meet, he goes to a dinner party. Um, where was that at? Okay. He goes to a dinner party anyway. And this is when he first talks to Satter and he's like, 
Satter's like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna kill you. He's like, he literally is like, we're gonna go out to this road. You're not gonna struggle. I'm gonna cut off your balls and I'm gonna shove them down your throat. That's literally what the man was like going to do. I was like, yo, you gotta be, you a real villain. But what impressed me the most was how calm, um, how calm that dude was. How calm uh, the protagonist was. It was like, you can't kill me because I got information. You He's kill like, me, you, you know, your whole thing is over, bro. You don't even know me. Just the suaveness of this man is is what gets me, you know? Like, he's just yeah. so nonchalant. He's like, yeah, everything's going to work out fine. So I can just joke about it. Like, I, I like that he's that character. Yeah. And then basically, like, from there, it... After telling him, he's like, I know things about you. You know things about me. I know what you want. He's like, okay, meet me here, here, and here. And mm-hmm. we're going to go out boating. And so this pretty- is all... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So he he pretty much is like you know fine I'll put aside my urge to kill you and I'll I'll treat you as my guest. He takes him out like like Larry said to go boating. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's a point in time where he tells his satyr's wife, you know like it's gonna be okay you know like just play along for now and I got your back. Um. Oh, Literally, yeah, right at, literally right after that they're having it's Saturn and his wife they're having breakfast on the boat and she's like going to open up her breakfast thing and it's the painting sitting there to where she realized that one that whole plane crash they didn't get the painting and two nope. she's still in this mess just just a bunch of wasted time but it was it was it was great it was great to see it was great to see yeah and um, oh I oh. guess this was oh that once they go on the boat experience he she she tries to kill him but the moment before that what is what is washington trying to do like like in the boat yeah like he puts him on like a he he goes parasailing doesn't he he's the one who does parasailing isn't he I think that's parasailing. I've never seen that before. It's 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 where you take a parachute and they hook a cord to you and you fly. Like that's not wildly. what they were doing. What were they doing? So it's like this weird like it's like okay you have it's like two large canoe type things with like your big your um, sail in the middle and you have one person that's like steering while one person's row pedaling. And one person has a rope. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I I think that is called parasailing okay. uh, or parachute. Uh, or like I don't glide know. sailing or something like that. Yeah, glide boating. I don't know. Either way, okay. they were doing that, and yeah. I don't rem- I don't remember how he ends up in the water. Uh, Washington's in there. He's doing like the hand pedaling thing. And yeah. she looks at Saturn and basically like unclips it, his thing and like shoves him into the water, which yeah, they're going like, like super fast, so it, super fast, so it, like kind of like knocks him unconscious. Yeah, and then we see you know Washington says, "Yo, that's uncool. We need him alive." Which, looking at this movie, you really don't. You really don't. Not but at all. I guess the. To appease the the time paradox thing, they had to save him. 
which he didn't even know he he fixed. He didn't have. He could have let him die. Honestly, I don't know why he saved him, unless he knew the whole time paradox thing was gonna happen. It 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 didn't make sense why he kept him alive. Quite literally, the only thing he needed him alive for was to figure out where the plutonium shipment was going to be. Which, that's basically what happens next. Is like, they he's like, okay, you saved me. We both have things we need. And they talk about a convoy that's going to be shipping a thing. It's Plutonium 241. Mm-hmm. And this is also where we get to learn that um, he's apparently dying. And he's like, nobody's going to have my wife, and nobody's going to have my life, so this is why I'm blowing the world up. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, this movie is so good, but the reasons why people do things is so dumb. Yeah. He's like, I'm dying, so guess what? I'm going to take the world with me. And my wife, because no one can have her after I'm dead. Yeah, I'm like, what? Like you need to tell me you're going to take away all of this because you're dying? Like, what? Like, okay, God complex out here. And I'm just like, this dude is, he's hes stupid, honestly. He's like, he's that vindictive. He's just like, yep, everyone's going to have to pay for this. Like, the, the movie was so good, but give me a better reason than I'm just going to blow it up because... I can't have it. Like, okay, the world? What kind of inhumane thing? Like, you don't even, it doesn't even come off as an inhumane per. Like, if, if the Joker were to say that, I'm like, okay, he's a Joker. Yeah. This, is, this makes a total amount of sense. But a random Russian guy who's got money? Yeah, okay. Okay. Like, at this point, I could just shoot you. Like, yeah. come on now. And then, like, one point he's sitting there and, like, he's going to, uh, Seder goes down, he's, 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 take, he's about to take the belt to her. He's, yeah, like, he's about to abuse. Yeah. But she's, like, you, you do that, he's gonna come down there, come down here, Washington's gonna kill you, basically. And he's, yep. like, I can't have that happen. And then, like, fast forward a little bit, a plane shipment comes in, and I'm honestly... I didn't catch fully exactly what it was, but it was basically just them delivering gold bars to him. Yeah. And he takes one, he beats the mess out of one dude who tried to steal one. Yeah, I was like, yo, of all the, like, now, like, you have better opportunities to steal that bar of gold. I'm not saying I wouldn't steal it. I'm just saying you had a better opportunity at any moment in time, and you paid for it. You did. Like he took, he took that bar of gold, throat checked him, and yeah, bro. just beat the mess out of him. I was like, yeah, that's not a fast death. I'm sorry for the guy, but you know, <laughs> he did try to steal it in front of his face, the dummy. Yeah. And then, basically, this moves into we get we get a. Washington and Neil back together again, and this is their they're playing a second heist to steal the plutonium, which involves like two big cars, a fire truck, uh, and then like another car, 
pretty much a diehard scene, you know, a diehard chase scene. Like a diehard Fast and Furious scene. Yeah, pretty, yeah. <laughs> you know, except nobody's bald. That's very, very fair. Uh, yeah, nobody is bald. <laughs> <laughs> and so, they're so they're chasing a guy who has a plutonium, or they 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 already got the plutonium. You know the the um the scenes where they kind of like it's a really well directed scene where the yeah. cars go in and they kind of like block in the transport vehicle and the actual container truck. They like uh-huh. block them in to where it looks like they're still moving, but they're like they're pinned. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, Washington go like Mission Impossible style as he like swings over on the fire truck ladder. He explodes the top of the roof, and he goes yeah. in. It's the what it's supposed to be the plutonium. Yeah. And so they get the plutonium, and. He's driving away, or they're driving forward, and then there's like an accident on com- and like oncoming traffic and an accident, and you yeah. see a car like reversing, and you're like, so this is just. When I first saw this, I was like, this is just happening. Yeah. Like a car is is going in reverse. Like, okay. like what? Like what? What's going on here? I'm a little confused. And so like. I don't, I don't know how he gets the plutonium in their time, like in their world. I don't, I don't understand how how he gets it. I, Wait, I forgot who, how he get, like, like did, who did gets he it. Drop it and he picked like, it up. Like Saturn, is that Saturn? Yeah, yeah, because he he took it back from them. They had it, but he took it back from them. So this is why I said part of the movie's confusing. Oh, yeah, right, right before the the reverse car comes, I didn't catch it the first time, but I called it the second time. If mm. you look, there's a crack on the mirror. So the of the car they're driving. So when that yeah. reverse car hits them, it's uncracked again. So it shows so, that something's about to happen. Yes, right, 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 right. So there was a crack on the mirror, and then it it fixes itself. Is what you're saying, yeah. right? Yeah. So it yeah. fixes itself, and you're like, oh. So that, is happening. Yeah, you know it's a reverse, an inverted thing. But basically yeah. what happens is, like, he goes forward, and he... Saturn pulls up, and he has... Saturn, Saturn and he has, like, the wife, cat, like, mm. in the back of the car. He has a gun to her head, and he's like, throw me the plutonium, throw me the plutonium. Or and, he'll shoot her, basically. Yeah. But, so, like, he throws him the case... But he doesn't uh-huh. have he doesn't throw him the actual which isn't plutonium. It turns it's another one of those cube things, which like briefly in like another thirty minutes or so of the uh-huh. movie we learn about what these cubes actually are. But So they, he, he has a cube in this case and he throws him the case. Yeah. But he kills the case, not the cube. Okay. And the and case then, bounces off the car and goes to him. Yeah. Right. And then he's like, he leaves, and he just lets the car go, with Cat basically gonna drive into traffic and like die, right? But then he like action heroes it and saves her from the moving car, mm-hmm. which is the action in this movie is directed great. Oh yes, I, I think it's I, just 
the thing that confuses me is how they do it. Like that's yeah. the biggest confusion for me. I don't know how you guys do it. It's just a lot of fancy editing and probably reverse shots, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Great. So he does this, but then a shootout happens. One of the evil dudes like takes him out of the car and then retakes the wife as Satter gets cat and basically goes into like the a warehouse, a facility, which mm. has an inversion chamber. Yep. And like going in there, it's like you see the you see the bullets in the the bullet hole with the blood, and you're like yeah. something's about to happen. Right. It's this this is the this is where I learned how everything was done. But this in this scene I'd I'd say arguably this scene is the most confusing because the most re- reverse and normal things happen in this scene. Yeah. Despite them going to the world and whatnot the, the inverse yeah. world. It all most of it happens in this scene. I'll say. And so he goes to this hangar, and he has a gun to her head, and he—he's—he's. He's, I don't know if he's in the reverse world or the regular world. See, this is this is where I get confused. Because uh-huh. yeah, they're like they're talking, and he's like, "Tell me where it is, or I'm gonna shoot her." Mm-hmm. And eventually, he's like, he like lies to her and says, or lies to him, and it's like, it's in. I think he just said it's in one of the cars or something. But then she gets shot. But the yeah, bullet, like, her. it's the in, one of the inverted bullets. Yeah. And a, and the, the if you get shot with an inverted bullet or if something enters your body from the inverse world, it really messes with you. It gives yeah. you some type of sickness. It's like a extreme entropy that starts happening, basically. Yeah, like she's breaking down. And there's a way to fix her. And so Neil's like, you got to go into that reverse world and get her bring her and so when he shoots he shoots her in the reverse world correct I or he shoots her in the in the real world i'm not sure this is where i'm confused because like they he shoots her and on washington and and it's a reverse bullet that goes into that side so even though he's speaking in reverse the bullets goes there but later on, when the um, the other members come in, like the basically army squad, yeah, of like this whole project comes in, they reverse go reverse squad, reverse squad. That yeah. I like it. They go into the chamber, which we also mm-hmm. learn the rules that if you go into a chamber, you have to see yourself, or else it's not going to work going out the other side. Right. So like, they go in the other side, and they get they get her. But then he's right. like, I'm going to go back to get Satter uh-huh. or Sator. And yeah. that's that's him going to the reverse side when he goes back. It, so you're saying who who's going to the reverse side is what you're saying. Is what is what are you what are you saying? Yeah, it's like which side like When he Sator leaves and he goes into the from what I remember, he goes into the reverse world to chase him down. Correct? Yeah. It's like, so she does get shot in the reverse world, I'm fairly certain. Yes, she they gets go, shot in the reverse world. They go in there, they get her, and they're like, okay, bandage her up, 
we're gonna like take her into the reverse world, let her let her heal for a bit, or, or to the normal world. No, it's the reverse world because so they take her into the reverse world. Yeah. Okay. I see. That's what I'm confused. Because like, where when he goes in the first time, things are moving back. Because in that same timeline, that's when they go back to like the airport and stuff like that. Like things are mm-hmm. moving in reverse. Mm-hmm. But then he goes. He's technically inverted now. So switching back, he goes to the real world. But mm-hmm. he's inverted, and everything around him gets inverted. Even though time mainly moves forward. Okay, so I get what like, you're. I get what you're. I get what you're trying to do. I get. I get I'm what you're guess, saying. I'm guessing what happens so, is the world doesn't get inverted. He does. Yeah. yeah. So you got to think of it. This is all happening at the same time, but you also have to think of it as two different worlds. When he sees her get shot, she's shot in the inverted world. He's. I guess there there's like this machine that like plays what he's saying in reverse or whatever or like he records himself and puts it on so that he and like mouths the movements so that he no, no, they're talking at the same normally. time. No, they're speaking at the same time. No, those what, what I'm saying is they're talking to each other. He's they they can see each other, but he recorded the reverse talk so that he appeared in the world like he's talking to him normally. He's in the reverse world and everything is in reverse. He shoots her in the reverse world and I think that's where the bullet comes through. Yeah. I might be wrong, but we're going to continue just for the, for, the, for the sake of the simplicity. They go get her in the reverse world and he goes after him. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back By to that going partly. back through. Yeah. By going back through the machine? Yeah, he goes back through the machine to chase him down. In the reverse world, correct? Yeah. So he goes over once, and then he goes over back again. So that means he's in the regular world. But he's inverted. That's what confused me. Okay. So is is the world going in reverse? Yes. No, then he's in the inverted world. Y- yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, she goes over. Like, they're in the inverted world when he switches over. (laughs) Yeah. But when he switches back, that's when they're like, okay, you're going into the inverted side. That's what really confused me. Okay. Then maybe he never went into the inverted world yet. Because if then he must have shot her in the real world. They go through into the real world, then come back into the inverted. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think the first time he went to go get her, he even crossed into the world. Uh, no, they did because they went through the machine. Because at first they were like, "Okay, make sure you look at yourself." As they're wheeling her in mm-hmm. to the machine on the stretcher, because mm-hmm. they do that, and then like. They're taking her away, and she's uh-huh. like, okay, they're like, she'll be fine here as she, like, heals, and he's like, I'm going back. And they're, okay. this is when they prep him to be in the it's reverse world, where they're like, you need your own oxygen, everything works in reverse. reverse. Yeah, like, you can't no do air, anything. no friction, uh, fire is ice. 
Okay. I think whenever he shot her, he was in the real world. Yeah. Because without an oxygen tank, you can't breathe. So he must have been in the real... He must have pre-recorded something, is what I'm saying. So there must have been, like, a pre-recording. Yeah. And then it ha and then he did his thing, and then he went into the reverse world. Yeah. So it was like a... I think that's what happened. Okay. So moving, I guess, to... Because I know somebody's going to be listening, they're going to be like, what in the world? <laughs> Unless they've seen the movie and they kind of get it. We're just yeah. making this kind of worse. <laughs> okay. Yeah, moving on. We now get to see that car chase previously in, like, reverse now. We yeah. see him go out and, like, awkwardly try to run to the car. As he's just like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> out how new time works. Yep. And he's the car that's going in reverse that hits them in the original place. Yeah, he's like that middle car. <clears throat> yeah. And this is where... I'm going after Satter. Satter flips him and basically gets the cube and sets him on fire. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then we get like a jump cut to him in a Washington in a shipping container bed being warmed up because, as Neil said, he might be the only person to get hyperthermia from a gasoline explosion. And that, yo, like. They went into such detail for this concept that they even, you know, put, yeah, you know, fire technically will freeze you because it's doing the opposite. And ice is just gaining heat. And like, yeah. like the fact that it's a reverse is it. When I first heard that, I was like, yo, this this dude, Christopher Nolan, really went in on this movie. He really did. Because I, <laughs> I didn't. Huh? We'll go ahead. I, like I did, like they just describe the the concept of this science very well. There are parts that really don't make sense because of the sci-fi aspect, but most of it is like this is this is right. Like everything you're doing is correct, <laughs> and it just blows my mind that they made a movie like this. You know, it must have taken a while to get this movie like correct. <laughs> I just imagine him though. He's sitting there at dinner. He's eating with his, his wife and kids, probably, and he's like, he just like drops his plate. And he's like, I figured it out. What if forward <laughs> was backwards? <laughs> and then he just, like, scribbled down notes as his wife was calling doctors. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that it's it's such a it's such a good movie. It's yeah. such a good movie, and it is it's a novel premise. How like everything's done. Mm-hmm. But and, and so yeah. I guess he's he's heating him up in this blanket, and he, I think they they talk about how Neil is going to explain everything to him, at this point. Yeah, basically he's like, okay, Neil, you know way more than you actually should. Yeah. Like this whole time you've been ahead of the game, and he's nice. like, he's like, I'll tell you later. And the, <laughs> uh, Kat's sitting there; she's healing from her inverted wound. Yeah. Um. But like, so they're in the inverted world now. They're heading back to Oslo, where the airport was. Mm -hmm. And, but their shipping container is moving forward time. So yes, because they of the, like technology they got. 
yeah, they're using the same technology as the machine that takes you to the inverted time. That basically is like, okay, guys, we're in this, we're in this crate that holds our time forward while we're moving in an inverted world. So it's like a bubble. Yeah. Everything in the bubble stays the same while everything outside is moving. Kind of like, you know, a lot of the Newton's laws and stuff. Everything inside stays the same. Everything outside changes. That, and, that, yeah, that does explain really well. And so... I forget why they have to go back to the plane crash, the airport crash. So... Does, does Neil explain my, that? Yeah, so basically what it comes down to be, which I'm, I think is they need her to spend time in that world healing, like in the reverse timeline. But they're going to use that opportunity uh-huh. to travel there, but to go back into the airport during all the chaos uh-huh. and transport her back into the normal standardized timeline. Okay. So, so they're going to take her back to her original timeline. Yeah. Um, during this whole mess. And this will also set them in front of... Um, set them in front of Satter before like he goes to start all of his world-ending stuff. Okay. And so... Once we... I get, so from here, they go to the airport... Um, in the middle of all this chaos, the you know the plane's explosion and all that, the fires and all that, they're walking. They're they're in the reverse world. So if you were seeing this in our world, you'd see dudes walking backwards. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get why this is so confusing is because you're if you're in the world and you see everything going in reverse and you're walking forward, you're also thinking of oh. If I'm walking forward, are they not walking backward? Like that, what that's what I keep coming to, but I have to remember, like, yeah, because everything is moving in reverse and they're walking forward, they would be walking backwards while I'm walking forward. Yeah, so it's like you have to think of it as okay, I'm here and I can only think of things here, and when I'm over there, I can only think of things when I'm over there because if I try to mix the two. It becomes like a weird brain fart, <laughs> brain explosion. So they're in the reverse world. Everything is going backwards. They're walking forward. Yeah. And this is the point where, like, my brain, like on the inside, it's looking like the whole Jimmy Neutron brain brain blast. But oh yeah, it's kind of kind of got a little bit of drool hanging off the mouth. <laughs> so <it's> dead. <laughs> Yep, that's 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 uh that's the description. <laughs> <laughs> because like yeah. he's, he goes into the chamber, and then he like this is when we found out that Mass Soldier from earlier is himself. So, and actually a really cool like scene, like right before he's about to go, he's like his arm starts hurting, and he's like, "Oh, what's happening?" And then he starts bleeding, and that's because when he fights himself, himself in the past stabs like stabs him in the arm. Which also, Wait, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, he stabs him in the arm. But also, at one so, point, they talk about if you come into contact with your future self, everything's going to implode. Nobody implodes here. 
Because, so, it's a theory. I don't know if they explained it in the movie. Um, what happens if you do very well? Did I, I don't recall them saying... Technically, he didn't come into contact with himself because he didn't know it was himself until the future. So I'm guessing that's how that works. Yeah, like, if you see yourself in the future... Like if you yeah. if you see your your future self and you come into contact, it's like crazy stuff happens. You do implode, and I, I you know what you said makes sense for them yeah. to not implode because if if they can, if they said okay, this if they're going off of the theory that you cannot see your future self, then that would be the reason why he survived fighting his future self. But but it doesn't make sense because Neil saw himself. No, no, no. no. He this, Neil saw him. That's fact, where my this is where the main confusion lies. Cause Washington is fighting himself, but at the same time, in like a different time slip or whatever, he's also running away, which Neil sees him running away as the two are fighting. Neil was able to watch him in the future or present time run away, sees who it is, runs back to them fighting, and then stops Washington from killing himself. So at this point, there are three Washingtons running around. All within okay, I'm white confused on the third Washington. Fight. I'm confused on the third Washington now. Yeah. So That's what got confused. Are you sure? Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm, I'm a little confused. Because... The Washington fighting his past self. Yeah. Like, he's in, the, he's in the reverse world, he has the helmet on, and he's fighting himself. Where does the third one come in? So, the third one is when... So, they get there, and they get there in the, uh, whatever, the shipping crate, the truck, or whatever. Yeah. He runs in under the gate. Uh-huh. And it's him, when he goes in, running under the gate... That he ver- he gets sucked out of at first. Oh yeah, well, like you see him get sucked out, like oh, like whoa, something pulled. Yeah, him. that's but the one that runs, runs under it. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's the one that runs forward and is checking things out with Neil, so that they're going to be able to bring Cat through. Mm-hmm. But then it's like the secondary of him going through the chamber, fighting him. That it's basically the reverse of that situation. But those yeah, two yeah, were the yeah, same. Yeah. So, like, the guy who slides under, the guy who slides under the little fire or whatever opening, yeah. he ends up fighting himself. He ends up yeah. fighting the past. That's, up. like, the reverse. But it's at that okay. time that there's a reverse version and then a normal moving version that are the technically the same person at the same present. Yes. Yes. Correct. But where does it? I, I'm still lost on where the third one. Came oh, the in. third, the third one's the present. Like he's the one that was fighting him before he knew about the like. He was fighting himself. The two, the one that's fighting the future him that's fighting Washington, and the future him that Neil sees are from the same time present, like present time. Oh, so okay, okay, so we'll we'll say. Mask Denzel, or not Denzel Washington, the Mask <laughs> Washington, 
is the one who slid under. He's the masked one who slid under. Yeah. And in the present time, he seemed like he slid out. Yeah. Then the unmasked Washington, the one in the blazer, that's yeah. the second one. Or he's the, the one that he's the like normal time fighting. Okay, he's one. the first. We'll say he's one. That's Denzel yeah, one. one. Denzel two is the one that escaped whenever he slid out from under. Now the third one, I don't know how he came about because he went. Th- oh, so since he's going through his fight in reverse, he Wait. goes through the chamber. Yeah. So, yeah. The one that gets sucked out, he's the one that's in the reverse time. Mm-hmm. But the third so one is basically the one moving in normal time. Or is moving in normal time in the normal spot. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So there isn't two. So, okay. In the normal time space, there isn't two people fighting each other. It's the same guy fighting both of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Washington. Okay. But, but like... It so, is, but it isn't. <laughs> no, it is. So this, okay. So this is what happens. He goes in reverse, and he fights him and stuff. Neil disappears during their whole fight scene. Yeah. Right. When he finishes fighting him, he goes through the time thing, and jumps out and fights Neil. In normal time. Right? Yeah, because if he's fighting him in reverse, he goes back through the machine. He's fighting no. Neil in normal So oh, yeah. So he's fighting Neil in normal time. So in reality, yeah. in that normal version when he saw Neil, he was like seeing reverse. Yeah. Already. The one that Neil saw was the huh. future normal time. <laughs> yes. And then he unmasks him. It doesn't destroy. It, he doesn't implode because he's only seeing Neil and not himself. Yeah. And Neil's like, oh, you're that guy that they're fighting. So he has to run back and so stop him. From you know what's up, so I'm leaving you. He runs back like you just said. And then he slides back under. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was sitting there. I was sitting there. I was like, wait a minute. There's three hymns. I'm like, how? <laughs> Technically, there's still two. He's just, it's like it's like <laughs> seeing yourself in a camera, like and then the camera's like five minutes late. That's what yeah. that's what kind of happened. Whew. Okay, I'm glad we solved that <laughs> because that was gonna keep me up all night. <laughs> that was a pain. Just me yeah. the right. <laughs> at least at least you know what happened now. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, go ahead. Moving away from that part, this is when we get to like the third act. Um, they got they're in their regular timeline now. He goes back to Priya, and he's sitting there, and he's talking, and she's like, "You knew about this all along," and he's like, and "She's like, yeah, but you had to figure it out on your own." Right. And this is when we learn that the cubes connected together are an algorithm to a temporal bomb which will like reverse the entropy of the entire world yeah it's it's outlandish again the motives of the villain are rocky at best they could have done better with it but uh considering the concept of this movie two hours and 30 minutes is definitely not enough time 
No. So I get it. And this is where the whole... They bring it up several times about the grandfather paradox. Is... If you go back in time and kill your grandfather, therefore making you not born in the future, mm-hmm. how could have you been born to go back and kill your own grandfather? Facts. That's a yeah, grandfather paradox. There's yeah. No answer to that. And nope. And then, then, then there's there's that. They're like, we're left with a paradox. And they move in yeah. this is when they move into the end of the film. Which the film is in two parts. Or the end of the film is in two parts. The first is with Washington and Neil and the army people of what I, I refer to them with Tenet Project because everything is like, it's a Tenet or whatever. Yeah. But they have two teams which they're going to get the payload of like the inverted materials that is going to create this bomb or mm-hmm. going to create the end of the world. Washington. Yeah, yeah. Washington is on red team, which is moving forward in time. Mm-hmm. And Neil is part of Blue Team, which is inverted in time. Yep. And this is basically... The rest of the movie was like a spy kind of action thriller. Oh, yeah. Inversion mm-hmm. stuff going yep. on. It was pretty dope. This, the end of the film, just becomes a war scene. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. It It was beautiful in a way that war is not beautiful, but they do it in inverted ways. That yeah. makes it beautiful. I'm not a I'm not a warlord, guys. It's just, it was just a beautiful <laughs> scene. Okay, it was a beautiful scene. Because <laughs> now, like, you have you have the armies fighting in forward time and inverted time. You have explosions going off, and then explosions get sucked back into the ground, creating shock waves. Oh yeah. There's several scenes which are actually kind of horrifying. Thinking about it, where people yeah. are on the ground and then they get blown through into a building as the building re-pieces together and they're just kind of like trapped in concrete. Yeah, it's, it's... It's... It doesn't make sense how that happens. But for the sake of the movie... It was it cool. Has, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. And so basically at this point, Washington and Neil are trying to meet up at the very, like kind of like a mind shaft type thing to where this payload is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of the end is with Kat trying, going, she's back on the Vietnam trip with her husband, where she like, gets is, her that ultimatum. Uh, yeah, yeah, this but, is like the future Kat, correct? Yeah. After she, and this is, this is in her past, after she walks away to go get her son, she comes yeah. back to do future things. Talking to the past Seder. Yeah. And this is basically where it's like, she's going to wait for a signal. Once the payload's secure, she's going to off him. She's just going to kill him right there and then. <laughs> yeah. When, But they don't know that. They don't know that she's going to kill him. She hit, right? Because Wait, like, who doesn't know she's going to kill him? Uh, What's his name? The protagonist and Neil. Yeah. No, no, they know she's going to kill him. They gave her a gun. But, but like, they can't can kill him. In the past, because they also the they they also know he has plans to kill himself, because like he also knows right. way too much. So they're gonna once the plan, once they get the payload, he can die without it causing the world to end. Okay, but, but I find it I find it weird because it's like you if you kill him in the past, yeah. Um, 
like none of this happens. So them saying that whole grandfather paradox thing, yeah. how are you going to expect to kill him in the past and everything be okay? You know what I'm saying? But he's also done a bunch of inverted stuff. So like there's the idea like he may be not past self. It's weird. Like, I, I don't know. Oh, you're saying he's from the future that's living what, in the past. That's part of what I'm thinking, but I'm not sure. Uh, that's just okay. a theory. Um, okay. But then it's basically like she's waiting for the sign to kill him so that it doesn't destroy the world. I don't think she was going to kill him. Because I think that's the past him. I think that's him in the past. I don't think she's going to kill him. Yeah. Unless she, unless she was like, unless she realized in the future that, oh, I wasn't talking to the past him, I was talking to the future him. No, you know what? Now that you mention it, he might be the future him, so she could kill him right there. Yeah. But I, I guess I just don't know how that would have been fine, because he, she just talked to him in the past. Like she just talked to him, and unless there were other parts of him that was talking to her in that little feud in like let's say the boating trip and stuff like that all that would have never happened yeah so like that's where i'm a little that's where i'm confused on why she'd kill him then but she didn't she didn't kill him did she no she didn't kill him um i think she jumped off the boat yeah but isn't that after she shoots him yeah, you're right. So I guess it was his future self because how is she... yeah okay? I guess to tie up loose ends, she kills him, and he has to be the future person because none of the none of the the stuff that happened in the movie could have happened if he was the guy from. Oh the wait, pack. wait, wait! No, 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 no! Sorry. So she doesn't kill him. Then she like attempts to. But when he, because like the whole thing is he has a fitness tracker, so mm-hmm. remember like when he drops the algorithm down the hole, it will like turn his thing to zero, and that will cause it to explode. Right. That's the future him. So the past him technically like tells her stop being such a silly woman, put the gun down, and as he goes away, their son's coming back. I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This yeah the the original past her and the son are coming back. He goes uh-huh. down to meet. Her. Uh-huh. So at this point, past him now realizes she's doing stuff in the future. All right, right. Okay. And this is also, which is, this is also one of the scenes where I felt like the inverted stuff worked well when she saw that she became the person she envied most. Yep. That she was the one that, that escaped great. in the end. Full circle. Yeah. She wished she could be free, and she was free. A lot of symbolism, a lot of foreshadowing. It was pretty great. I liked it. Still don't care for her, but I, I digged it. It was a really nice little tie tie up at the end. Yeah. And then we get the final fight scene with like uh Neil, uh Washington and Satter. And Neil sacrifices himself. He gets shot in the face. I was like, gee. Yeah. Like dang. So and this is because what's it called? Washington is in the forward world, right? Yes. And Neil, we see Neil is like, he's already there. Yeah. And he's like struggling, and then like he gets up, struggles with the guy, gets shot, and that's when Washington is able to like save the day and whatnot. 
but that must happen extremely later because we see Neil is still alive talking to him. Yeah. And that's like right before he's about to go into the inverted world. But Washington knows exactly what's about to happen. Uh, right. And like, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then this also where we find out one of like one of the biggest, probably the biggest um, shocking. What's the word? Revelations. Yeah, revelation. So the big <laughs> revelation is that uh, Washington and Neil have been friends for years, mm. and yeah, they've been friends for years because Washington was the one who created the Tenet Project. Crazy. Yeah, I I remember sitting there in the theaters at this point, like <laughs> what. <laughs> So like you hear you hear why he creates this and then your brain just goes uh, <laughs> uh. uh. just not compute <laughs> and I get this part I get this last part um I know that so technically blue team's mission didn't even happen yet when red team completed their mission right yes. Okay, so Red Team completed their mission, and Blue Team's like, okay, we know it worked, so now we have to do our part to complete the mission. Yeah. And at the end of Neil's life span, Neil goes and goes back into the cave to save their lives and is like, ah, oh, I gotta help him. And then, yeah. boom, he gets shot in the face, and his life is, that's his life, pretty much. And this right. is future Neil, because yeah, he has to meet the present Neil. <laughs> Yeah, so like, and I'm saying like after Neil's after Washington's mission is complete, he meets Neil, who hasn't gone through the the part yet, the inverted part yet, or or he has, he has, and his mission is complete, except he has to do one last thing and go in there and basically sacrifice himself yeah. for Washington. So everybody's mission's complete, except he needs to do his last part to save Washington's life to tie up that time paradox loose end and so that way the world doesn't end and then a couple years down the line he'll meet the real neil and then his time form tenant and and that's what happens yeah and then oh go ahead i'll 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 explain that neil assures him like hey you're gonna start this whole tenant project and it's gonna you're like he just assures him everything's gonna be okay yeah. Washington goes back to see the woman and stuff and we find out that the son is Neil. Little, little son is Neil. And with that being said, like he ends up looking after Neil as the son or whatever. He's like he starts his whole tenant project and he's like, you know, since you interacted with me throughout that entire ordeal, you have to go back in time and do all of this. I know I'm a, like these are all assumptions now. Neil goes back and he's like, "All right, we'll go back to the very first moment that he meets him." The first moments, or the the entire movie, is the first time that Neil see, is the first time Washington sees Neil, but it's Neil's last time that he sees Washington. Yes. So if you're if you're familiar with like Doctor Who or anything, the Doctor has a wife named River Song. 
it's the first time that the, there's a there's an episode where it's the first time that the doctor ever sees his wife, but it's the last time his wife sees him. And okay. you know, you know, in a way that they, they've already like this this concept has already happened before. Yeah. But that's that's what is essentially happening. But this is also the point to where I tell you I hated the last like five minutes of this movie. Why? When he's sitting there and like uh, Priya goes back to like kill Cat or something, I'm probably yeah, sure so she to, goes like, to tie up loose ends. Yeah, and then he's sitting there and he's in the back of the car and he's like, "I've been running this all along. I'm the protagonist. I'm the creator. I'm like, I'm done with this." <laughs> Like, yeah, he, he had to do it. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that he's like, I've been running it all along. I will create Tenet. You're nothing. You're just a pawn. And I'm like, I'm done with this. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, in so this is and and for him to for him to run the entire thing, it's more of it is the grandfather paradox. You know what I'm saying? He became his own grandfather. Pretty yeah. much is what the premise of this movie is just trying to say like the ending of this movie is basically saying i yes the grand yes i lost my grandfather but i am my grandfather because i had to be so all of this stuff did happen Seder was going to do this but in order for him to combat it he had to go through this and for this to even happen for them to have a force to stop this he had to say okay now this is over i have to commit to making this happen so now yeah. that we've made a, a time force happen, <laughs> they, <laughs> we have to go back so that these events play out exactly how they play out, and we tie up loose ends. So that's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> and that's the entirety of Tenet, more so in a nutshell. Yeah, it's just a big old time loop. And I will give so much prop to Christopher Nolan again because... To come up with this like, like script must be he was he had to call for a lot of drinks. He had to call something. <laughs> Yo, he must have like he must. Have, all right, I'm not making another movie for another two years because <laughs> man was on like some peyote. Opened up the freezer, saw the light staring back at him, and saw into the folds of the universe as he was moving a TV dinner. <laughs> okay. Yo, bro, this movie was. It was a. It's worse than Inception when it comes to like what it does to your brain. It's way worse, but it's great. It's so great. Like Inception has nothing on this. <laughs> I've only watched parts of Inception, so you, I get the I, gist. I know the gist of it, though. Yeah, it's just it's a lot. It's honestly. <laughs> Uh, props to the director props to the director for making such a good movie that makes you think I love movies like this it was like a puzzle type movie yeah I would say a puzzle type movie that is a good way of thinking about it like the acting was great the cinematography was beautiful just like all the different shots and action scenes oh yeah if, if I had to if I could name some of my favorite moments in this movie it's when they one of them is less is uh whenever he has the bazooka or what rocket launcher or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like we got to time this perfectly so this building explodes and like in the normal world they explode the building 
and in the reverse world, you see it come back together, but then they destroy the top part, and it's like, or they destroy the bottom part, whichever. I don't remember which part exploded and which one did it. But either way, the building came back together and exploded at the same time, and it's just like, wow. Like, okay, I, you guys know what you're doing. And then, um, and then some of the lines that was in the movie, like when he says, oh. "Anything hot." is cold and cold is hot like that was that was pretty yeah. dope I, I enjoyed hearing that speaking of lines i forgot to go over when we got to it but like earlier in the film like when he was um about to shoot her before he came in uh-huh i don't condone like domestic violence or nothing like that but when he's sitting there and he's like look at me and then he like spits on her and like slaps her and he's just going ah it was so dramatic but like I felt like it was so over the top. I was sitting here laughing. As this uh, like yeah. man is just like ah <laughs> such a such a such craziness went on. Sater Sater He's funny. He is funny. Yeah. Right? Like it's not just me, he's he's a funny guy. He is funny. And like uh, so yeah, I think a lot of this movie starts picking up around the second act. Midway through the second act, things start picking up. Yeah. Uh, whenever he first finds the material, it's still a little slow. When he like you know pra- like practices dropping or picking up the bullet by dropping it. Um. I think after he meets Priya, things start getting on a, on a roll. Things start happening. Yeah, that that is pretty. Yeah, when things actually start happening, I guess. I guess we can move into kind of like final final thoughts. Oh yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend anyone watch this movie. Um, though I will give it the caveat of saying, don't try to think about it too hard, or <laughs> you're going to have one hell of a time trying to think through all the different things because it explains it well in most areas. But sometimes it lets it go thinking you understand it, and that's mm. going to confuse you even more. And I think, honestly, I think that's what the director wanted. Like, this, like make it a good movie, but make, it, make them assume that they know what's going on so that they have to come back and watch it. So they, they come back and watch my movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's, like Larry said, don't go into it thinking about the movie. Don't say... Oh, I know what's gonna ha- like. Oh, I get it. I get it. Don't think about the science of it. Just look at it for face value. Don't go like if something has happened. If something happened, cool. Leave it at that, and then come back to it if the movie comes back to it. But don't think about what already happened in the movie while the movie's going on. Just say, okay, yeah. that happened. If We're gonna you, continue. If you really want to think about it, wait till after it's over, and then rewatch it because yeah. it'll make more sense. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give this movie seven look at me's out of ten. So seven? Wait, what? What'd you say? <laughs> seven look at me's out of ten. Look at look me! At me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'll uh, huh? That's a. Good... I'm gonna give it. I'll give a seven point five hot sauces that I ordered an hour ago out of ten, because, and and the reason for my score, the reason why I gave it a seven point five is I wanted to give it an eight, 
Mm-hmm. But the little subplot with 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 her and the the motive for the villain, which was the premise of the whole movie, I would thought was a big letdown. If he had, let's say, the reason because I want, let's say he said I want to control time, I would have said okay, like that's a better idea than you wanting to destroy the world because you're dying. Or if the subplot was he's not, he's holding me hostage because of a painting that could send me to jail. If it was something else, like my son is in danger because he's not really the father, that would have been a little more interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like the way that they portrayed the side character who is a part of the movie as who could arguably be the main character, but they're a side character. It, it the way that they make them out to be kind of, ruins the movie a little bit not ruins the movie but like brings down the value of the movie it does yeah that's mainly that was mainly my thing for it is like i didn't care for her the motives that much that and also kind of the whole the i was the protagonist that that got me a little bit i was like nah i don't know (laughs) you could have like left it be without explaining it at the end we all knew what was going on yeah, if they, I think if if he went about it a different way, saying it like, yeah, you can keep the whole protagonist aspect cool, but if you, if you leave it, to, if you just leave it be, like, I guess do it in a different angle, do it in a different way. Yeah, I think it would have been better. So that's why I give it like a seven point five, and I add a point five because the way that the way that they did this movie, the scenes of this movie in particular that they wanted you to see, the mm-hmm. chase scene, the helmet fight. At the airport, and the reverse world, that yeah. was done extremely well. It was. So, that's the first episode of On Loop in the Bag. Do you yeah. want to let the uh, audience know what we're going to be looking at next week? <sighs> did we even talk about what we wanted to do next week? <laughs> oh, yes, we did. We did? Yeah. <laughs> you must all reverse me, because I don't recall. Next week, we are watching Wonder Woman 1890. No, 1984. Wait a minute. We're going to be watching Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. And I actually just recently watched that movie. Um, And I'm going to tell you right now, I I didn't watch Tenet again because I was busy today. A little busy trying to catch up with Spider-Man. I beat Miles Morales. So Ooh. hey, hey, that I, 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 that's what that's what I was caught up doing. But Wonder Woman eighty four, I don't want to watch it again. I really don't. Oh, I'm gonna have fun then. <laughs> so oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it now. Oh, he, I don't want. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Especially uh, since I'll limit our episodes to one spoiler at a time of when it comes to movies, but I don't want to watch it again. I really don't. Ah, uh, okay. I'll. I will. Yeah, I will. But I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> since you've already watched, you can go look for the highlights you want to talk about. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess that's it for our little first episode of. On the loop, on loop, on loop. Uh, That's what on, we decided. Yeah, on, on loop, loop. on loop, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, like, movies, comics, on loop, and whatever else we want to talk about. So, like our original podcast, 
it's you can it's still gonna be labeled under the for loop podcast like web page but it'll yeah. just be called on loop and it'll give it i'll have a different uh, artwork for it yeah, um, we'll also have like uh, since spotify doesn't do like subcategories or anything like that we'll just do what our good friend mark in uh in in his podcast uh what is it not conscious yeah, they do Knocked Conscious and, and Beer Googles. Googles. Shout they out to those amazing do. guys. Yeah, shout out to them. And, you know, whether you like On Loop or you like For Loop, or you just like all the loops, you can find us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, also on YouTube. Um, Yeah, I guess that's a nice little wrap-up. Until next time, guys. Peace.